Welcome to The Boundless Self, a podcast that is here to explore all of the ways in which we limit ourselves. Together, we will explore the deep, messy, exciting, and often uncomfortable topics to identify and heal everything that keeps you from believing in your boundless potential. I'm your host, Kathleen McBride, and becoming boundless changed everything for me. Now I run a life and a business embracing my own fears and helping people all around the world to believe in themselves. Tune into each episode and join me on your journey of becoming your most boundless self. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode of The Boundless Self. And before I even dive in, I just want to share something very exciting with you that I'm offering for free. And it ties in so well to today's episode. So next week, Wednesday, the 18th of January at 7pm, I'm running a free inner child healing workshop via Zoom online. It's going to be incredible. And I ran this about a year ago for the first time. It was my my most popular workshop to date. And healing your inner child, as you're going to see and witness in this episode, is some of the most incredible, healing, deep, emotional, vulnerable, raw work that you can do. If you resonate with experiencing feelings of not feeling enough, feeling like you need to look perfect, be perfect, have the perfect life in order to feel worthy, if you find yourself in relationships and friendships where you're accepting less than what you deserve, if you find yourself feeling purposeless, feeling a lack of clarity, feeling no confidence, feeling no joy and creativity in your life, perhaps there is a part of you, aka your inner child, that gets to be explored. So in this 90-minute workshop, I'm going to take you through how to heal your inner child, why your inner child exists, and we're going to go through multiple different ways to approach the healing. So What works for one person doesn't work for everyone. And there are so many freaking ways that you can help heal your inner child in order for you to show up in your life more confident, more carefree, with more clarity and more courage. If that's what you want, inner child healing, looking beneath the hood is a great place for you to start. Now, you can sign up to this through the link in the show notes. Otherwise, head to my Instagram. I'm at Kathleen.MindsetCoach. You'll see it there in the link in my bio. Now today's episode is pretty cool because it's an amazing live coaching episode with someone who is aspiring to be a coach themselves. Her name is Sammy and she came to the show in order to the show. Oh my God, I love this. I'm a podcaster now. Um, She came to the show. She came to the show for support with her body image, wanting to feel more confident, wanting to feel more confident at the weight that she's at at the moment. And she has had some really hard experiences in her life around her body, around her health, navigating PCOS, navigating weight gain after her bodybuilding competitions, her bikini bodybuilding competitions, and just the general shittiness of society and the ideals that we must look a certain way in order to be worthy, in order to be loved. It's an incredibly special episode and what's really cool is the first half of the episode is me and Sammy really just going hard into why body image issues exist, how you can overcome them, why they suck. (laughs) And the second half of the episode is me taking through taking Sammy through a deep inner child healing session because everything that she was experiencing was coming from her inner child, coming from that young vulnerable part within her 
that has been led to believe that her body and the way that it looks and the weight that it is, is the thing that tells her how good she is, how good enough she is, whether she is worthy, whether she is accepted and whether she is loved. Even though Sammy knows so differently now, like I said, she's on this journey of becoming a coach, a healer and a practitioner herself. I'm actually bringing her back on the podcast in a month's, about a month's time to do a very special um, episode around touching base and your intuition. So keep an eye out for that. So even though Sammy has been on this journey of self-love, of healing, of waking up to societal conditioning, aka the bullshit that society tells us about what we have to look like, how we have to measure our success, righty, righty, right. Even though she knows that there is there is still a part of her, and this is her inner child, that has been feeling and living with some of those old belief systems around my weight defines my worth feeling that pain and what that's led to in her life and why she came to this episode was because she'd been experiencing some big triggers in her life and yes she had been working through them but there was also some things that were unresolved in that relationship with that young part of her so it's an incredibly beautiful episode where we go into all things body image all things what's fucked up with society and why body image issues occur and why they're so prevalent in today's world especially in young women and then we go into this deep healing so incredible episode for you to hear from someone who gets super vulnerable and came specifically onto this episode because she's going on this journey of becoming a coach and she knows that she needs to show that she's coachable herself it's a big thing as a coach making sure that well not making sure but being the client and being in that position where you are open and you are vulnerable it's hard to make that shift sometimes so as Sammy's going through that learning journey she wanted to explore what shifting to that other side was like and to show to herself that she was coachable to show to her future clients that she was coachable she is coachable and that she believes in this work and it's pretty special it's pretty special and I'm really really excited for you to hear so just sharing with you before you go into listening to this episode, we talk a lot about body image, we talk about bikini bodybuilding, we talk about weight, we talk about the issues, we talk about family, we talk about people commenting on your weight. And if this is something that you've been really struggling with, this might be really helpful for you or it might or it might not be. So please look after yourself, make that decision from a place of love for you and where you are at as always. And without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Boundless Self and today is a live coaching episode. So these are happening once a month going forward on the podcast. A new episode is released every week but it will be I think every second or third Thursday of the month we're doing a live coaching episode with a client and it's pretty exciting because not only is it incredibly healing for you know just to come on here and share stuff with the world and your story and go through some coaching but also it's a great place for you to be able to, as the audience, listen and relate to the issues that so many of us face and not feel alone. And that's why I'm so excited to deliver these episodes. They've been very popular so far, so I cannot wait for this one. And today we have the lovely Sammy joining us. Welcome, Sammy. Hello, my darling. How are we doing? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Good. Beautiful. So let's just dive right in, Sammy. So what would you like some support around coaching today? So I thought I would offer or want some coaching on the fact that women gaining weight through various stages mm. or 
um, being told we have we're fat, we've put on weight, um, all of those things. And the reason why I bring this topic up, um, because personally, um, I think since COVID, we've all probably put on a few kilos because we weren't able to move. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was also diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS. Um, And in a nutshell, it is a hormonal condition that is irreversible by doctors. And one of the things that um, can happen is weight gain and um, inflammation within the body and not being able to have regular periods. Um, And one of my biggest telltales um, was I was trying to, you know, get back into the swing of it post-COVID and lose some weight, and I wasn't. And I was with the coach at the time, and he was basically beating me into the ground, and the weight wasn't shifting. I think he tried to get me down to, like, eating 1,200 calories. Oh, right. Yeah. And the weight just wasn't shifting. And I was like, I said to him at one point, I said, I really think something's not right. I said, I don't I haven't had a period in like six months um, because I decided I didn't want to be on the pill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's totally normal. I see girls all the time not have periods for a year post bikini comps. Whoa. Okay. So post bikini comps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which and even, is a reality in that world. But. Yeah. Not healthy. It's not normal. It's not healthy at all. And yeah. we, we know that now, right? Like as women yeah. know that num- our number one marker of health is usually our cycle. Exactly. And I had done a comp prior to COVID. Um, so competed in 2019 in October. And stage weight was 55 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being marked as the at the time the weight loss poster girl. And I'd ask my coach Jesus. not to. Oh, like, you asked him not and he still I, went ahead. He still went ahead and did it. And I got on stage and everyone's jaw just dropped because they knew I'd not asked for it. And he just blurted it out. And I just had to smile my way through it. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. That's really um, horrible. Especially yeah. your, your coach, you know, someone you trust, someone you built a relationship with, you know, that respect mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. there around what you needed. Exactly. And throughout that whole confidence cycle on my ex at the time they were telling me I was still too fat to get on stage Jesus and then I got the feedback from the coach the judges and they said that the only tweak that I needed was to lose more more weight so it was just like a constant reiterating of mm. you're not good enough we don't see value in you because you're not at an an ideal perceived weight, whatever that was in their brain. Yeah. And especially like it's, it's even more magnified because it's within that bikini bodybuilding champion, you know, world, which is the, 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 you know, the whole point of that is to be at the leanest you could possibly be. Right. And And, and that's the thing. And the the teeth was I placed in out of four of my events, I placed in the top three in three of them. Yeah. Kind of like, confusing it's so just um you're just trying to wrap your head around it and so okay and so sammy how is it impacting now so what's what's happening now in life why have you come back to want to heal this it almost sounds like well it was interesting because i had a real struggle with taking any sort of help or 
yeah, any sort of help in regards to health and fitness because I thought, oh, the only way that I need to do it is to beat my body up mm. like how I did um, <laughs> with my bikini competition. And it's and, fucking horrible, eh? Let's just say yeah. that it's fucking horrible beating your body into the ground, like yeah. absolutely awful and creates a terrible relationship, not, not mm. only with your body but with exercise, which is such yeah. – an incredibly healing thing in itself, right? And it's a resource exactly. tool to to make us feel better, right? Whereas when you're stuck in those cycles of, you know, constantly punishing yourself, constantly diminishing yourself through exercise, exercise becomes something that you hate when exercise could be something that you love, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I was there going, because my uni degree is exercise sports science. So I was like, I should just be able to get this. I know what to do. And nothing was working. And I was going through the ups and downs of PCOS, being extremely tired, not wanting to do it, trying to regulate hormones. And I kind of got to the um, to a place that, at the moment where it's like, okay, shift a few things in my perspective. But the kicker in the teeth was this Christmas period, my parents were and they came to visit this Christmas. And within the first five minutes of seeing them, the comment was, how's your health then? Um, you know, you put on a few kilos and I'm just like, oh, like, like oh, changed yeah. my diet. I've seen a naturopath. I've, you know, done absolutely gone through everything and still like they know that I've got this condition mm-hmm. and still it's like that's the first thing you say to me after, you know, six, nine months. Wow. I've not seen them, eh? Yeah. Mm, how did that feel in that moment? I, to be honest, I handled it with grace because I was like, mm. I don't doubt that you didn't handle it with grace. And <laughs> what I want to know is how did it feel inside rather than it felt like, shit? Yeah. It felt complete and utter shit. It's like, okay, it literally, it goes back to a case of you're not worthy. And it's like, I am worthy. It's that, you know, why are you just looking at my body as my sole source of work mm-hmm. in this world? what are the other things that I've done and you just don't think I'm worthy. Yeah. So you're feeling this frustration, you're feeling this trigger, mm-hmm. which, you know, we know that this thing around our bodies, especially as women, but also as men as well, but that your body is the measure of your worth. And we've been fed mm-hmm. that message. Like um, you and I both, since we we're super young, right? Like mm-hmm. so many people in this society have. And for you then, going through those experiences in the bikini bodybuilding championships and going through those competitions and experiences and then getting diagnosed with PCOS, like having all those experiences has added to this belief of I'm not worthy unless I'm, you know, a size, whatever, or I weigh whatever. But there's also, Sammy, I know you've gone on this beautiful healing journey within yourself. There's also this other part of you that I feel has joined the rebellion and is fucking pissed. And is like, why the fuck am I not enough? Why the fuck is this the first thing you say? Like, why is this a continuous thing? And why does it hurt so much? Right. Yeah. There yeah. is definitely that level of anger mm-hmm. um, and frustration. Um, and I had to, I, I removed myself. I removed myself from the room, had a moment where I had a few tears and I was like, Oh, I need to move this energy because I'm like, I really don't want to, have an outburst so I went for a walk but god I was so angry I was <laughs> he stomping around outside yeah <sighs> and it was hot as well like I'm there going I'm gonna get chased between my legs but I don't care I'm mad and I am I need a walk yeah yeah it was that real it's like you know when you see a like someone that's really mad and you're like I'm just gonna move to the other side of the street 
Yeah. It's like, oh, you feel the energy of frustration and anger radiating yeah. from them. So that was you, hey? So yeah. There's definitely that, that part of anger that exists. And I think I think it exists within so fucking many of us. Mm. So fucking many of us are just pissed at the repeated messages that we receive, not only from society, but from those we love. Yeah. You know, which hurts the most. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like it's been this was actually the second time that a loved one had said something. Mm. So this is where that anger had really built up. This first time was around Easter and it was said to me, oh, how does um, my partner, Jace, how does he feel about you putting weight on? Wow. i got to hold back my anger here. Jesus. Yeah. And then even as, you know, a teenager and a young woman developing, I was told, Sam, you could lose a spare tire around your midsection. Mm. That has stuck with me. Your whole life, eh? Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you doing? It's like, why are you pointing the finger at me? It's like, what what gives you the fucking right to say those words to me? Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, you know, as a, a, a young woman, I was a competitive swimmer. Like, I travelled interstate across Australia competing. Mm-hmm. So I've always been active. I've always been healthy. But if I've got a little bit of excess weight and I'm a size, I don't care, what, 14, 12, 10, who the fuck cares? Yeah. And, like, why does it matter? Mm. Why does it matter? What's wrong with having a few extra curves? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. But this world has demonised it, right? And I guess... Yeah, what I want to ask is, what do you want to get from this coaching session? Let's just clarify that. I just want to feel confident within my body. Like, you know, at those times where I've been made to feel not worthy enough, I've gone in and I noticed this after the comment was made at, at Christmas. I didn't eat as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because we didn't eat as much. Yeah. We're threatened, right? And we feel so out of control, like number one, easiest thing to control straight away is cool well i can fix this i just won't eat, I won't eat much or i'll minimize yeah. this or i'll binge right i'll go the opposite yeah. way i'll shove my shove so much food down my face and i'll shove it in their face too you know yeah and my thing was it, it was a little bit of rebellion so i was like well fuck you i'm not going to eat as much to prove you wrong da, 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 da. and it's like that's not healthy either mm. that's not healthy but at the same time it's like well you've pissed me off and you know you don't even live with me. You're not in my space 24-7. So it's like you don't have a right. So yeah. I definitely noticed I didn't eat as much and I didn't drink any alcohol. One, because I don't like drinking that much alcohol anyway. It makes me feel crap um, and it flares my PCOS up, which I've noticed. But yes. it's yeah. a case of, it's like, well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, all of that. Wow. Okay. So hearing here that your desire is to feel more confident in your own body. Yeah. And from the story that you told us, secondly, behind that, it also sounds like there's a part of you that maybe wants to feel more confident. And there's two ways you can go with the people around you, right? Yeah. There's two ways you can go. You can either choose to set the boundaries and have the conversations about what you will and won't enter into your life and what you expect of them and how it feels. And that's hard. And then also the equally as hard option is you doing the work to be able to completely not give a shit what they say or what they think. Not that we ever, not that we ever don't give a shit because there's parts of us that are always going to give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two roads there because that definitely sounds like a, a something that's behind this desire of I want to feel more confident in my body. There's also something behind that of like what do I do around this 
around the stuff that's outside of my control. How do I want to handle that? How do I want to feel about mm. that? What actions do I want to take? What, you know, what things do I need to do in order to look after that part of myself that does feel unworthy? Because we've very much seen here there's, and again, probably in a child, because it's from a super young age, I'm imagining, even being a competitive swimmer, like there would have been some of those messages coming about since you were young, right? Mm-hmm. And again, like for anyone listening to this, we have been fed a message from, and our, our parents were fed it as well. It's not their fault, right? I really want to preface this here. Like mm. it is not their fault. They were fed it from their parents and they were fed it from their parents. And then we were all fed it from the news, from society, from people who can make money off the fact that they can sell us a pill or they can sell us a gym membership or they can sell us something that is going to make them money by preying off somebody's insecurities. And even just lack of of knowledge and awareness Mm. of how to properly nourish your body. Totally. Yes. Like some of the crazy shit that people do to their bodies, right? Like I'm sure looking at the your bikini bodybuilding days, I'm sure you look back and you're going, oh not healthy. Came out with eating disorder. Came out with body dysmorphia. FYI. A hundred percent. Saying it. And did you know it took me until Christmas this year to verbalize that. I knew it, but it took me until this year. 2022 Christmas to verbalize that. Wow. That's it. And I just want to stop and acknowledge that that's a massive step. Like I know you're like, oh my God, it took me so long, but coming also from somebody who took three, four years to admit to the eating disorder and start to heal it. Mm. That's a big fucking step. That's a really big step. And you just watch, you get to watch what happens from here in terms of what you will and won't allow into the space of your relationships with those closest to you, but also with your body and with your mind Mm. and with the part of you that feels unworthy with the part of you that believes that I need to be X weight in order to be seen or deemed as worthy with that part of you. And I truly, truly believe that the key to building this confidence that we all, you know, that we all aspire to is this amazing (laughs) confidence, no matter what we weigh, no matter what we look like, no matter how many pimples are on our face, you know, we all aspire to have this confidence within us. And I'm sure that you've learned, Sammy, that confidence is not a look. Confidence is a feeling. Like mm. you've seen people on the street who absolutely do not look their best. However, they've got that air of confidence about them. And they're like, I'm going about my day. I'm doing my stuff. Yeah. I'm doing my shit, you know. And I'm just reminded, I just want to share this one piece. I love experiencing this with when I wear these specific shorts and I know they give me a camel toe and I really like the shorts, right? I love the shorts, but I have the type of legs that like to eat up shorts and I like wearing them. And some days I'll wear them and I just won't give a shit. I've just got this confidence. I'm feeling it. I'm like, whatever, like, I don't care. And other days I'll wear them and I'll be yanked, like pulling my hands out, trying to get the camel toe out, being really self-conscious. And that's where for me, it was a massive learning going, oh, confidence is not what I look like confidence is a state within me it's how I feel about myself and I'm curious when I say some of that and share that story Sammy what comes up for you well it's interesting because I really took a step back and it comes back to I'm I like to have experiences where I've got very neutral energy I don't like being highly strong or dysregulated mm-hmm. so when these things so that happen, experience at Christmas was just fucked you right over eh <laughs> oh like, I was like nah I'm out <laughs> Let yeah. me just isolate for a week and then I can come. Yeah, let me recover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I took a real step back and I talked it out with my partner. And the first thing that made me bawl my eyes out was he goes to me and goes, babe, he goes, 
I've seen you, and you know, when you were thinner, we started dating, you were you were lighter, whatever. But he goes, That's not why I love you, that's not why I'm with you. And he goes, Because I know all the work you're doing. And he goes, It doesn't change it. Mm. But that was just like, oh my what god. Did, like, what did that feel like to hear that? Because I oh. was just so overwhelmed. Mm. And it's like, and I told him like the comment at Easter and everything like that. And he his heart broke because he goes, I don't ever want you to think I love you because you're at a certain weight or point because that hurts my heart. Wow. And I just was. I was got to. I really got to clap it out for your partner <laughs> for handling that, handling that situation. Ten out of ten, absolutely. Ten out of ten. Like he he said to me, he goes, "You better not throw me under the bus in these." And I'm like, "I'm not." Yeah, may have slightly, but it'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll get over it. Um. So yeah, that in itself just felt liberating because it's like, oh my god, he actually sees me. He sees my soul. He doesn't see this persona or anything like that. So that was really liberating. It's a big breakthrough moment. And just Sammy, imagine if you felt that way about yourself. Oh, like imagine. I'm getting it. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what I want to acknowledge here is something huge. Is we go on this journey to heal body image, to heal how we feel about our bodies, and almost come to a place where we're at peace with whatever our changing body wants to do because our bodies are designed to change. So are our appetites, so are whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a woman as well, like something that's really interesting always is pregnancy. Like your body mm-hmm. is literally going to like double, triple in size, basically, you know, if you decide to have children, there's, there's mm-hmm. that to it too. Um, but there's, yeah, coming to the, going on the journey of getting to a place where you're at peace with your ever-changing body and not letting that be the dictator or impact how you feel about yourself on a particular day. So going on that journey, again, it's like the same going on the journey of self-love, right? You're not going to love yourself all the time. You're not going to feel confident all the time. You're not going to be this badass boss bitch. Like I, I imagine Lizzo. Lizzo's always my idol when I think about this confident, you know, confident yeah. in her body, just that energy that she has about her, no matter what size she's been, you know? And mm. I come back to Lizzo, but I go, Lizzo has bad days. Yeah. So absolutely has bad days. Lizzo absolutely has people saying shit about her, saying shit about her body. Absolutely mm-hmm. she does. And it's so sick and tiring. And that's when people start to join the rebellion where they go, fuck this and fuck you. And I don't deserve this. And you don't deserve this, right? It is. And what I want us to see here is this is not your fault. This is not anybody's fault who has said these things to you. This no. is a collective thing from our society of of this world and time that we live in where these trends of being a certain size are at this thing you know um but imagine if you felt that way about yourself and imagine if you felt that way about yourself even on the days that you felt bad and i think this is where long-term neural reprogramming which is changing your thoughts and your patterns and how what comes up that is the best work you could possibly do in this area because we are going to have bad body image days, right? There's going to yeah. be, and even thinking, separating it from weight, there's going to be a day where you have a pimple on your face and you're going to be like, oh my God, my life is ending, I have a pimple on my face, right? Um, yeah. There's going to be days where you feel self-conscious and this not only applies to body, but it applies to like you're going into business, it applies to social media, it applies to friendships, relationships. There's going to be days where we feel insecure and working with those parts of you and learning to reprogram your brain so that when you have that moment, that thought, that doubt, that feeling of insecurity within yourself, there's another part of you that just automatically pops up and says, hey, I love you no matter what, right? Yeah. My thing is it's like to really ground myself and just remove any external stimulus is everyone puts puts on their underwear the same way, one leg at a time. (laughs) 
I love that. Yes. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter if just you're Brad Pitt or if you're Lizzo, you put your underwear on the same way, one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, for me, what I found is small consistency and daily actions and being accountable and showing up for myself. Yeah. So if I say I'm going to meditate today, I'm going to meditate today. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm going to go to the gym today, I'm going to go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. And it's even if I'm tired, it doesn't matter how long it is, it's just showing up. Yeah. I love that. It yeah. Repetitive action. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? And no, like just show going, up. Yeah, just show up. And that's what going on this journey of healing, whatever it is that you're trying to heal, that's probably the most beneficial thing you can do. Hey. Hmm. So, Sammy, these two things I see here, and I want us to go through these two things in our coaching call together today. <laughs> you can't see her face, but she is freaking <laughs> out. She's like, oh crap, now we're actually getting into the coaching part. Um no, one, yeah, one is let's greet, welcome, and get to know the part of you that feels fear and insecurity within your body and feels this lack of confidence. Let's open up the door to that part of you. Let's see how the other parts of you feel towards that part of you. So main modality that I'm rooted in is what I call parts theory, which is working with each of the parts of us, thinking Mm -hmm. about it as there's many different parts of you that exist. They get trapped at different phases in time. Some parts are really confident. Some parts are really insecure. Some parts are really mean, you know, like you're in a critic, you're in a child, like working with those parts of you mm-hmm. and doing direct work with them. So essentially what we would be doing here is reparenting the part of you, giving it what it's what it needs, meeting its core needs so that you can feel less of the trigger com- coming up. Because what happens is, say, situation where you, the comment was made at Christmas, right? And the pain that you felt, that that's got triggered by that part of you, that part of you we could call her little Sammy. Let's imagining she's your younger self. Little yeah. Sammy popped up and she took over, right? She went, oh my God, what are they saying about me? Why are they saying this? You know, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, whatever it is. She was coming up and she got triggered, that part of you. And she took over your brain in that moment. And luckily you've done all this amazing work where you've been like, okay, let's go on a walk. I'm really fucking angry. Okay, let's pull myself out. And you've mm-hmm. done that. But let's do some work with her. And then secondly to that, I would love to talk to you about what boundary setting would look like with the people closest to you. And mm. if that's a road that you want to go down again, there's no right, no wrong, but I think it's just important to have a conversation about what things you are in control of on this journey. Um, mm. And the reason that I say this is I've had an eating disorder. I struggle with body image. I still struggle with it. Sometimes um, mm. I've gained weight this year and surprisingly my confidence has skyrocketed and I've been left sh- shocked. I've been going, huh? Um, and it's been <laughs> amazing, but I still have those moments mm. and what has changed and what's had the biggest impact for me, Sammy has been having conversations, courageous, hard conversations with people that I love about what's going on, especially around eating and food, eating habits, comments about body exercise, all that stuff has been having those conversations saying, Hey, I need you not to say this around me. It's hurting me. Okay. Yeah. I know you don't mean, and I know, mm. I know you love me. I know you don't mean to be hurting me, but I need you to hear that. And for me, I need you to not say this. Let's, let's use these words going forward or let's make this conversation starter instead. You know, yeah. how do you feel and about going those two lenses? Well, the boundaries one I have already done. I did it on the full moon, <laughs> just gone. Um, because I was feeling that it was festering and I don't like that built up festering. Oh, the festering feeling, yes. That's a very descriptive word, isn't it? Festering. Yeah. And I, you know, and it does, it just festers in your body and it's not healthy. And I was like, I just want to clear it and shift it. Um, and I just basically said, 
exactly that. It was just, I love you. I know you don't mean any harm by this. However, if you are going to talk to me about my health, you can ask questions about what I'm doing that's making a positive impact, um, how I'm going um, in terms of, you know, what am I doing at the gym? Have I, you know, increased my weight? Have I, like, reps weight? Um, have I, what new exercises am I doing? Anything in that positive regard, but anything else aside from food to my weight to my image is off limits, period, dot, end of story. Yeah. Um, How did that I, feel, having that conversation? Well, I wrote it in an email because I removed the likelihood of mixed emotions coming up, argumentative. And let's just say having these conversations in person is fucking hard. Yeah, right? it is. It's fucking and, hard and scary. Yeah. And the thing was, it's like, well, I don't know when I'm going back to my home state. And I don't really want to leave this festering feeling in my body for that long. Yeah. So on you. Yeah. whether or not they liked receiving that email, it needed to be said. Mm. And it what left, it was interesting what came from it. It was liberating to say those things and to put those boundaries in place. What happened afterwards surprised me was that I thought, oh, I hope I don't upset them. Of course. Of course I like that, right? And they're going, oh, I know they mean well, but it's like I hope I don't upset them because I said to them the fact that these comments were made and there was no initiation of an apology because you knew you'd upset me or a initiation of a conversation from your end to understand what's been going on has actually damaged the relationship further. Yeah. Mm. And I said, I haven't reached out or tried to call you or anything because of that. And it's not my responsibility either. Mm. I'm going to wait for you for when you're ready. Yes. And like, that's beautiful because it, it is your responsibility to voice. And especially it's your responsibility to the part of you that's been hurt, right? That little girl, it's your responsibility to stand up for her and say, Hey, this is how this made me feel. Here are some of the things that I need going forward. If our relationship is to continue being the positive, loving relationship that you and I both want this to be, you know? Yeah. And again, coming back to the conditioning. So we talked a lot about how the world and society has fed this message that a certain body image or a certain weight is the standards of perfection and everything else is, you know, bullshit. Um, but we've also been fed this message that you can't say something that might upset someone, especially mm. as women, right? We've been shat on for using our voices. We've been told that we're bossy. I remember being so afraid of being considered that like too strong bossy woman, you know, yeah. and that the, even the word bossy, I'm like, yeah, she's a boss because she says what she needs. She says what she means. That's that's only it. And we wouldn't expect that anything less from a man, right? And so we argumentative. Yes, we call it argument or like just, oh, no, I don't really like being around here, you know, not too agreeable, right? And again, yeah. especially as a little girl growing up with your parents or who you had this conversation with, again, you're, you're their little girl, you know, mm -hmm. they, they don't want to, they don't want to feel like, we don't want to feel pain in our relationships, right? We don't want to feel like we've upset someone. It's very natural, a very natural instinct inside of us, but it's also been added to by society saying, you know, sit down, shut up, be quiet, don't upset people, take mm -hmm. up less space, right? Don't use your voice, shrink yourself. And again, 
that's why expression and authenticity and having conversations like that is so fucking linked through to body image because body image and weight is a physical manifestation of that shrink shrink your body take up less space don't be so argumentative don't be so big don't be so bold don't be so courageous be smaller right and you can do that in one of two ways, but most people do it in two of two ways, right? They try and shrink themselves and their personality and, you know, their dreams and their hopes and their aspirations and also their feelings and they keep it inside and they attempt to go down this journey of, oh, I need to shrink myself in order to feel like I am loved, I am worthy, you know? Yeah. And I celebrate and acknowledge you for having that conversation and I love that you had it via email because it's one of the main tools that I say to people, I say, write it down. Like, if you are going to go into this conversation because like two hands up, you know, going, mm-hmm. in, you know, you set the intention to go in and have a conversation and you get there and you forget everything. Right. And you're like, Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, blah, blah. and your people pleaser comes out and your inner critic comes out and everyone's going, ah, what do we say? You know? And I mm-hmm. love that you sent that email because writing things down, sending emails, sending a text, like do whatever you need to do in order to honor yourself and to have that conversation. And then, which sounds like you've been doing Sammy and then work through the, Oh, I hope I didn't hurt them right? And Mm -hmm. then allow, like setting a boundary is amazing, but know that there is going to be the boundary hangover, right? The first couple of times you set boundaries where you're going to go, did I, you know, did I, did I upset them? Are they going to love me anymore? Like, Mm -hmm. have I really hurt them? And coming back to the saying that my favorite thing is to learn, which I really, really have shoved in my face over the last five years, you are not responsible for other people's feelings and emotions, right? You are not responsible for other people's feelings and emotions. That is a lie that we have been told that we are responsible for, you know, don't make somebody feel a certain way, right? Oh, you didn't share your toy with them. You made them feel like they couldn't be a part of it, you know? And my mom actually said this to me a while ago and it was a, it was a right slap in the face from mom, but it was awesome. I said to her, I was like, oh, I hope I didn't make them feel this way. And she just looked at me and said, Kathleen, you're not that powerful. And I was like, oh, mom with the zinger. <laughs> um, but it's true, right? Like majority of the feelings that we feel are created within ourselves, right? Yes, there's external stimuli, like people making shitty comments and things like that. But most of our feelings come from, our own feelings piling on top of each other and not being processed and big triggers and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So the boundaries. That was a nice little <laughs> reminder. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. It's so it's, it's easy. It's easily said and we all go, yeah, okay, cool. No dramas. And then we forget about it. Yeah. We Even when we have to do like assert it and then not care how they respond. But you are going to care. You, you are going to care because yeah. we're relational beings. Mm. So it was, I had that moment of, oh, oh, you know, that can like. Yeah, the contraction. Yeah. The, oh, shit. What have I done? Yeah. And then I was like, no, no, it's okay. It needs to be said. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you, like for anyone listening going, oh my God, how did she do that? Because again, we're, we're not really in a traditional coaching convo right now. We're just, we're just sharing and celebrating the work you've already done. Um, <laughs> which like if anyone's going, oh my God, how the fuck did she do that? Right. How did yeah. she get through that moment where she went, <gasps> you know? And that is being able to hold yourself and soothe yourself in those moments of unsafety and reminding yourself of those things. Like you are not responsible for the emotions of others. And again, coming back to your nervous system, breathing, allowing yourself to calm down and soothing yourself is so important in those conversations. And boundary setting is a beautiful journey, right? And I'm I'm really happy to hear that you've gone down that path. So let's loop us back to the first thing, which is 
Here we go. So we're going to loop back to the first thing that we spoke about, which is exploring this part of you that holds some of these beliefs, the lack of confidence, the body image wounding, right, that you've received from a really young age. And let's freaking say hello to her. Let's get to know her, shall we? Oh, let's go. This probably uh, how, yeah, how does it feel? Yeah, how does it feel even thinking about, you know, opening the door to that part of you? Because it's sometimes it feels like it might be a floodgate, you know, that you're going to release some, you know? It's interesting because, like, I was thinking about and reflecting, like, last week on, you know, this week and coming into this space. And part of me is a bit nervous because it's like, okay, I can't hide. It's like, oh, buckle up. You can't hide, Sam. And, you know, you made your bed, you've got to sleep in it. So <laughs> let's go. Yeah, um, let's go. And actually, no, you didn't make your bed. I mean, <laughs> in society and a bunch of other shit and all those, are, like, a lot of stuff oh, by you didn't, you know, make, make the bed, so to speak. But yeah. it's like, okay, this is what I've got. Mm. This is my baggage. How can oh, I... Yeah unload some of it mm. make it lighter yeah because i can't keep going and i can't change and i can't bring in all the things that i want and my tr- deepest desires i can't do it with what i've got holding on now something's got to give mm. but it's like well okay um i'm going to share and say what i said at the start before we started this was you know I'm wanting to move into the coaching space, the spirituality. So it's like, well, I've got to be coachable. I've got to show my vulnerability, whether I like it or not. Um, and, you know, have things brought to my face because just because we might be in this space, it doesn't mean we're not working for our own things either. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Fuck yes, right? And I Period love End. Period dot end. I love it. And it's it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility right. to heal. And that's exactly. with this body image stuff, which... I'm so excited to be able to have and share this conversation, this coaching convo with people because it isn't your fault. A lot of it is not your fault, right? There's messages that we're receiving. It's it's frankly, I'm very much a part of the rebellion. I'm very angry. And frankly, it's fucking bullshit that we have to face this, that we're still facing this. I got mm-hmm. so mad when that was a month or two ago when that it was, what is it? Heroin chic is coming back, curves are out. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Like, haven't we got past this or yet? Like, don't we know better now? Um, and I think there's so many of us that do believe this and that are, are on the journey. So I hope this inspires you to join the fucking rebellion with me and say no fucking more. Okay. And I know oh, Sammy, you're in. But anyway, let's dive into this part of you and let's see. So if you feel safe, do you feel safe if I take you through a bit of a guided practice? It's usually just yeah. this way. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. It's basically like a guided meditation. If you are here at home following along, I hundred percent and you you really resonate with having body image issues, please go on and do this exercise with us as well. Like please mm-hmm. go through or just listen if you're curious. So, Sammy, if you feel safe, I'd love you to just close your eyes if that feels good and take a few deep breaths, do whatever you need to to feel safe in your body. Maybe sighing it out, maybe shaking the shoulders, rolling the neck around, just letting your body know that nothing bad is going to happen here, that you are safe to experience this part of you. You're safe to feel some feelings. You're safe to release anything that needs to be left. And I just want you to imagine that you are inviting in the part of you that struggles with body image, that doesn't feel confident. And you might like to tap into that event where the comments were said. You might like to go back there and visualize it happening in your mind and feel that pain, that trigger, and just see what part of you comes up. And when I say a part of you, you might see a younger version of yourself. You might see a character from a movie. You might see a color. You might just feel a feeling in your body. And Sammy, if you feel safe, can you just share with us anything that you're seeing or feeling about this part? It was pure shock. 
pure shock. Pure shock, just as if the words had just vibrated through my being mm. in such a destructive, like catastrophic way and just almost like, you know, shaking of the home, shaking of the foundations and wondering, God, am I strong enough to keep going and be okay? Wow. Mm, foundations, I love you said that. And again, I just want you to try and get a little picture. I'm feeling really strongly and intuitively that this is your inner child that has been brought to the surface. And just, she's nodding here if anyone not seeing this. How old do you think this part of you is that's feeling that shock and that pain and that questioning? Am I strong enough? You know, feeling that foundation being shaken. A memory's coming forward. Mm -hmm. I was about four years old and watching my mum go through mm. early stages of trying to lose weight, thinking she's not good enough. Wow. And I'm there thinking, oh, actually it's the first time and first memory of me thinking I'm, I'm fat. Wow. How does that feel, seeing this as your four-year-old self who knows no better? I just want to give her a big hug because she's just a little girl in that environment soaking everything up. And she doesn't know any better. She doesn't know any better. Good, beautiful. I love your instinct here. So, Sammy, in this vision, I want you to imagine your adult self stepping into the scene now. And this is your inner parent. This is your wise inner parent who knows exactly what she needs. And I want you to go and reach out to her and give her that hug. Mm -hmm. Give her that hug in that moment where she's thinking, I'm not enough, where she's seeing these things. And taking a big, deep breath here in your body. And just letting yourself know you're safe. You're safe to be here. You're in control. Nothing scary is going to happen. And just let me know at if any stage you feel like you need to stop. You're fully in control here, okay? Mm -hmm. do, you feel, do you feel safe to continue? I do, yeah. Beautiful. So giving her this massive warm hug, I really want you to tap into your inner parent's wisdom and go through some reparenting care for this four-year-old self. We're at the root of the memory what would you like to tell her here in these moments? I'm, I'm sitting cross-legged and I'm, I'm blocking her from that memory. Mm. My back is towards that core memory. Mm -hmm. And I have her sitting in my lap like a koala mm. and just gently just touching her, touching her cheek and just saying, this is not your storyline. This is not your storyline. This is not your storyline. This is not how... You can, this is not how you play out your life. And what do you notice in her when you're telling her this? It's that she just sort of melts. Relief. Just such relief. She just melts and just her head just you know, pull, um, falls under my chin and just mm. you listen to just my heartbeat, just knowing that it's not true. Beautiful. Just feel, really feel that for a second. Just feel her lying against your chest. Feel this ability to embrace her, feel this ability to parent her, to tell her everything that she needs to know, to tell her that she is enough, she is worthy just as she is. She does not need to change anything about herself or her body. She is loved for who she is. Her body will change and grow and do miraculous things, and that is something to be celebrated. And what I want you to do now is I want you to think of what does confidence feel like in your body? How does it feel to be confident? Feels joyful. Joy. Laughter. Laughter. Playful. Playful. Just play. That, that's just, just play. Just play. Good. Experience. Just play. 
Good. All right. Let's go through a healing, a body image healing exercise with her right now. If you can stay in that place. I want you to imagine, and again, this is your four-year-old self and your adult self now. I want you to imagine that you get a mirror in front of you, a big mirror taking up the space from floor to ceiling. It's huge. And you both stand up and you're looking at your reflection. Your adult self kneels down and she says to her three things that you want to say and feel every time you're in front of a mirror. So what do you want to say to her? How do you want her to feel every time she looks in the mirror and looks at her body? You're a fucking goddess. You're a fucking goddess, yeah. You're strong. You're strong. And you're beautiful just as you are. You are beautiful just as you are. Incredible. And now I want you to bring this playful, joyous energy into the energetic cord between the two of you. And I want you to, whether it's dancing or singing or playing in front of the mirror or making faces, what do you think is going to bring her that joy? What does she do? I should probably, we're probably going to go dance. Yeah. Oh, dance moves. Good. Get it. <laughs> Pull out the lawnmower, whatever it is. The shopping trolley. Yeah. The shopping trolley, the green collar, the, we're going to squirt like white girls. Like I, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And just look in that mirror and see and feel that joy and just be here in this memory saying you're a fucking goddess. You are strong and you're beautiful just as you are. Breathing into your body here, practicing this emotional state and connection with her in this deep healing with your inner child, enveloping her with love, with warmth, with connection. And as you look into each other's eyes, you feel this cord, this sense of agreement between the two of you that going forward, this is how you think and feel and what you believe to be true about your body and about yourself. This is what you commit to practicing with each other over and over again. And this is the memory that you will revisit as many times as is needed to help you heal and reprogram this core wound, this root issue that you've been experiencing, looking into her eyes and just nodding, really feeling that, letting her know, I'm coming back here. I'm coming back here for you. I am your inner parent. I am the person that is now in charge of how we feel about our bodies. Letting her know that she doesn't have to be the one that gets triggered and takes over. You are the one that decides how you feel about your body. You are the one that inspires confidence. You are the one that creates joy for her. She is safe to be her four-year-old self again. She is safe to feel and experience joy again because you've got her and you're not going anywhere. Is there anything else she wants to tell you? We create some space for her. You know what's interesting that's coming through as I was looking at her, looking at her eyes, at least, I just, you know, holding her cheek, just, you know, creating that loving space and you know, wrap her arms around me and just gently kiss, like, my lower, lower tummy, mm. you know, where our womb is. Beautiful. How does that feel? Oh, it's just this mutually agreed love because that's one of our energy sources is women. Yes. And just knowing, just knowing that this is not going to be passed down from here on in. No, it is not. The cycle, this, it ends with you. It ends right here, right now. To see her kissing your stomach again, it's a really beautiful vision to hold on to, especially all the feelings that you felt towards that part of your body. Maybe you want to put your own hands there now on your body and give it some love and some warmth and some touch and feel that acceptance, feel that grief passing through letting go of the pain and most of all feeling the love the love that your inner child has for you and that you have for her and this bond that you're building taking a really big deep breath nice and slow and just before we close this beautiful practice again making the commitment i'm gonna come back here 
I'm going to come back here to these powerful visuals, to these powerful emotional states of healing. I will come back here. I will spend time here with you. And just whenever you're ready in your own time, coming back in and opening your eyes, no rush. Sammy, that was incredibly beautiful. How do you feel? I don't like crying. <laughs> She's wiping away many tears. Luckily, people can't see you in this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like crying, but crying is just a pressure release, a pressure valve going off, and it needed to be released. Yeah. So it was very needed, and just it was almost like that final step that I just needed to do when I was more than probably capable of doing by myself but sometimes it's just nice to have that and just to hold you and guide you totally and also that added layer of vulnerability as well you know, mm-hmm. which is something that you before we jumped on this sammy is on the journey of becoming a coach yourself and a healer and she yeah wanted to go through this experience and and show that she was coachable and that she can be in that space of being the client and being vulnerable and allowing other people to hold you through hard things you know and you did it. You did it so beautifully. <laughs> you did it so beautifully. And Sammy, from here, there were probably two powerful visuals for you to hold on to and practice in your, I know you meditate, but the way that I love to share these things with my clients and anyone at home who followed along, find those images that were really powerful. So for you, it was the kissing on the stomach, you know, and also that feeling of maybe dancing in front of the mirror, like, you know, the white girls that you are or um feeling you know her head resting your inner child's head resting back against your chest mm-hmm. and practicing these emotional states so practicing them through visualization and linking it to body right so mm-hmm. telling yourself this is how i'm going to feel you know practicing that and use those visuals in your own meditation practice take a moment you know take 30 seconds each day just to feel that the kissing of the stomach because i feel like that's somewhere where you know we hold a lot of things as you know the love mm-hmm. handles that need to go the spare tire blah 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 it's a really powerful visual to hold on to to journal about to just practice mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. mm, beautiful beautiful work okay so sammy what are you taking away from today's coaching session your beautiful beautiful healing session as well um Coming back to to self, it's like if I have those moments of, for instance, if I step into a gym or the first time and it's a new space, or if I'm going to be working with someone new and my guard is up, it's just coming back to those, for me, those three, four images, the the koala hugging my inner child resting her head on my chest, the dancing in the mirror and... um, The kissing, the kissing on the belly. The kissing on the belly, thank you. Um, coming back to those three images just to go, oh no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And it's um I think I watched on your um stories, it was whenever we catch ourselves in those moments and we block it with the slow clap. The slow clap, yeah. It's yeah. a fucking the best tool ever, right? Yeah. And use that when you're going down those yeah. roads. Like even on that scenario where, you know, when you had the interaction with your parents and you went for a walk, right? Yeah. That was you doing a pattern interrupt right there. That was you changing your state, right? And whereas yeah. the slow clap is something I love to do when it's when it's not anyone when no one outside of you is causing the trigger to occur, you've yeah. gone down the trigger yourself. So you've gone into a triggering space like the gym, right? Or yeah. you've put on your shorts that give you a camel toe or, you know, yeah. you're wearing something you might not want to wear or you're with new people, whatever it is. But when you start to feel yourself going down that negative thought spiral, mm-hmm. clap, 
do the slow clap and celebrate that you are going down the spiral because you're out your comfort zone. You know, if you, if nobody listened, if nobody understood what the slow clap is, I will share some more on my, um, it needs a place on my feed. That's what it does. I'll share it. Because I can just imagine just my little inner girl just doing the slow clap with me. Mm -hmm. We're simultaneously doing the slow clap and just going back to that. And Sammy shared just off screen there, she was sharing that this is a lot of um, intergenerational healing. So healing for not only herself, but her line on her mother's side, probably for generations, generations, right? And you are doing work that is not just yours here with this healing. And I love that you are determined to be the cycle breaker. You were like, no, this stops here with me, you know, and, and I'm done. I'm done feeling this way. So to have you and your inner child clapping that out and being like, hell yeah, we're going to change this is a pretty powerful visual, but also energetic state and connection. And again, it gives you that biggest perspective, like coaching is about perspective, right? And that image in itself, that clap of you and your inner child and reparenting that part of you, giving your inner child exactly what they needed, but didn't get around those moments. That is so just magnificent. That is absolutely magnificent. And that is going to change like if you do that repeatedly, that's going to change how your brain thinks about your body and about your triggers as well. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I trust that Sammy is obviously going on this journey of becoming a coach. I know she's going to be really in this work and that it's something you are determined to see some real change and feel some real change in within yourself, mm-hmm. but just, just keep going. And it doesn't need to be perfect, you know, keep going. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Sammy, for your vulnerability for your tears, for your laughter, for your wisdom, for your love, for your inner child who we all got to see and witness. Um, Thank you so much. No, thank you. My goodness, that episode was incredible. Sammy's vulnerability and just witnessing her go through that healing journey with her inner child was so beautiful. So if you really enjoyed that episode and you were like, friggin' heck, I want to heal my inner child. I want to learn about this. I'm running a free inner child workshop. It's going to be an incredible 90-minute experience where you will get to learn not only what your inner child is and what it might look and feel like to have your inner child impacting some of your life today, but also how to begin that healing journey so that you can learn to show up differently in your life, so that you can learn to free yourself from some of the limiting beliefs, the pain, the insecurity, the doubts, and the triggers that have been plaguing you so that you can learn to parent yourself, to love those parts of yourself and be able to show up fully as you expressed authentic, confident, and excited about life to go after your biggest and wildest dreams. So that is happening next week, Wednesday, the 18th of January, 7 p.m. New Zealand time. This will not be recorded. It is a one-off live workshop for free, and I will be supporting you with resources after the workshop as well, a seven-day kind of integration package. So if you'd like to sign up to this, head to the link in the show notes to sign up. I will see you there, and I cannot wait. Have a beautiful day.